and pop culture a riverdale rewatch podcast i'm maya and i'm luke and we are here to discuss all things pop culture and dissect the wildest show on tv um okay so i know we're here to talk about riverdale because that's what this podcast is about but i feel like we have to discuss listen to your heart it was really good (laughs) it was really good and i don't think you've watched it yet but you need to i haven't watched it yet so, for those who don't know, Listen to Your Heart is the Bachelor spinoff series that is airing during this quarantine. Um, it's the Bachelor content that we never thought we needed. Even when we saw the promos, we didn't really think we needed it. But it's the perfect thing for this quarantine. Because, and I will explain. So, it's basically like Bachelor in Paradise, which I've never watched before. There's a group of men, there's a group of women, and then the catch is that they're all musicians. And first of all, it's so much better than last season just because all of them are not influencer types. Like, they're all there to promote their music. They're all there, yeah. But they're not, like, Instagram influencers. Like, they're, like, they're, they're like more actual real people. So for, that's uh, first of all. Second of all, the music is some I'm of not convinced. <laughs> the music is so bad sometimes that it's really funny. And third of all, Ryan but I'll let you watch to find out who Ryan is. So that was my rant for the beginning of this episode. <laughs> well, in six weeks, we'll do a whole episode about it, hopefully. If yeah. I ever watch it. Hopefully I, Ryan lasts it. that long. I promise I'll watch it. If Ryan gets out, I will protest. <laughs> is Ryan a good singer? Yeah, he sounds like uh, John Mayer. He sung yeah. Gravity with Jamie. Oh. Is he the one, like, who's, like, John Mayer's, or no, John Mayer is his idol? Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Ryan if you're listening to this. <laughs> he only has, like, he just started a Twitter, like, yesterday, and he only has, like, 300 followers, including me. And he responded to my oh. tweet, so I'm basically wow. famous. I should okay. really be promoting the podcast with this new fame. But <laughs> um, we have an episode of Riverdale to cover. And there's an episode of Riverdale coming out tonight. Oh right! Like oh, the it's the musical one. episode. I still have, I still have to catch up. I think I'm still I, two episodes. I'm behind. one episode behind. Wow. <laughs> okay. All well, right. Anyways, now we'll talk about this episode. Season one, episode three. What's it called? I think or it's called Body Double, but I would maybe want to double check that one, which is probably bad that we I don't know that. Yes, it's chapter three, I don't Body see Double. How that? I mean, I'm sure that some movie old movie but i don't understand how that title corresponds with this episode at yeah all. i don't know where the body double is <laughs> maybe it's like archie's maybe. body double for um jason because they're both have red hair or maybe it's like betty like dark betty is like a different per- it's like a oh, body double. oh yeah, yeah yeah i could see that but even then like i feel like that's not the focus <laughs> yeah. of the episode kind so of i don't know stretch. why they would name um, it based on that yeah, anyways, um, doesn't matter. Should we talk? I'll quickly go over the boring information. Um, so, in terms of ratings, it got 1.197 million viewers when it originally aired, which is a 4% increase from the last episode. Um, on Rotten Tomato, it got 7.58 average rating out of 10. Um, so, I think lower than the past episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it only got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So,. Um, only 92% of the 13 critic reviews were positive, which is still high, but not as high as the 100% it has been getting. So I guess critically, it was not as quite well received as the past episodes, but still, still pretty well received. Um, yeah. Oh, and then writer, the writers and directors are the same. Do we need to talk Plus, about there's them? a new one. There's oh, a yeah. new writer, Yolanda, Yolanda Lawrence, Lawrence, who is. Are known there only for... two writers though? I don't know. It's... Roberto must just be like the like lead writer. Yeah, CW works in mysterious ways, which Anyways, would explain their weird TV shows. But that's what, not what, what were your here. thoughts on this episode? 
Um, I don't know. I definitely remember this episode from the first time. Like, I remember the whole Dark Betty thing. I didn't yeah, realize it was part. so early That's, like, on. the only part I remember. Yeah, that's pretty memorable. <laughs> I don't really remember this um, episode being so early on, though. I thought it was later. Um, but, I don't know, it was okay. I This is my favorite episode so far. I really like Dark Betty. I think it's interesting. I, oh. it, it makes her character interesting, it's... which her character is, like, kind of boring without it, I feel like. I really... Betty is one of my favorite characters. I like Betty a lot. Like, even... I like, like, nice Betty, too. But I feel like it introduces, like, another side of her, which, like, makes her mm-hmm. not, like, yeah. a perfect, like, flawless More character. More complex. Yeah. Um, I feel like even Archie had some, like, interesting storylines in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but his music is just bad. So it's, like, only interesting to an extent. But when the Pussycats yeah. perform his music, it's good. But when he... Per- yeah, the, pussy, the Pussycats are really good in this episode. They're, but like, always really we'll good. We'll talk... I think they deserve, yeah. like, the most credit out of anyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how yeah. about out of ten? What would you give it? Um, This, like, kind of feels a little bit high, but maybe an eight. Maybe, like, like, a I would 7. give it, like, a five. Really? I don't know. I was, like, not, like, super engaged. I don't know. I feel like we've, like, switched. I know. We have, like, the exact opposite <laughs> thoughts um, on these episodes. But it's okay. Anyways, should we start? Yes. Let's begin. So, if you remember from last episode, it ended with Cheryl being arrested. And they were in their, I think, their science class. Yeah. And Sheriff Keller and Principal Weatherby walked in, and Cheryl stood up, put her hands out, and said, I'm guilty. Which... But the... <laughs> she's, she's not. She's not. She's guilty of lying... Which she helps... She about what happened that day. So she... Once she gets into... I guess they were questioning her in the principal's office. She says, I'd like to clarify. <laughs> I'm guilty of lying, but I'm not guilty of murdering my brother. So you would think that so, would be something she'd want to clarify, you know, when she was in the classroom in front of all Like of when she peers. announced to everyone that she's guilty and everyone's going to obviously assume she's guilty for killing him. Um, but I think it's classic Cheryl's dramatic Yeah, Cheryl self. likes the drama. She likes the attention. Yeah. So, I mean, not that out of character for her. Um, I think it's weird that they are interrogating her in the principal's office. Again, I don't know mm-hmm. why the principal is, like, involved why? in this investigation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but we also find out that she heard a gunshot while she was, um, or, well, no, she tells the whole story about how. Well, we find out some really important information. Yeah. That I, like, totally forgot that this <laughs> was, like, a part of the storyline. But I yeah. guess Jason wanted to escape Riverdale. We For don't really mysterious know reason. why. Hmm. Um, he wanted um, to get away from his parents, I guess. And he wanted to fake his death. But yeah, actually, so he staged... was going to like go run on the other side of the river. So yeah, they they crossed the river together. They staged his death. And they heard a gunshot after they crossed the river. And then he was supposed to contact Cheryl after he was like to safety. But she never heard from him, and then they eventually found his dead body. Which, I feel like the show could have done a better job of portraying Cheryl before she found out he was actually dead, versus after she found out he was actually dead. Like, we could have, like, seen her being shocked that they actually found his dead body. I think they actually did an okay job, because we sort of saw her, like, almost, like, fake cry. Not fake. Not, like, faking her mourning, but it felt very staged. You know when she, yeah, like, spoke at the pep rally, she was, like, wearing all black. We had a couple of different moments like that. But then at the, well, at that pep rally that she had after they found the body. She was, like, she, like actually sad. She was actually sad. Like, she ran away crying. Yeah. And I know we talked about how that moment was different than these, like, moments of Cheryl's mourning that we saw before so i think the show did an okay job with that 
I feel like they definitely I wanted made like, us a know scene. that that was different. I feel like I wanted a scene like right when they discovered his body, where she was like actually shocked because everyone was there. I feel like that would have been like interesting. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, maybe they might they yeah. might have done that. It just wasn't super significant to us at that yeah. moment. Um. So then we also hear, yeah. So we found out that there she heard a gunshot, and then I guess that's pretty much all we hear from her. Then the blossoms come in, her parents, yeah. and they're like really pissed that she's talking to the police. I guess. Um, which I guess makes sense. Yeah. Like she should have a lawyer or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like well, they're a pissed weird at her, but they're also pissed at um Sheriff Heller and Principal Weatherby yeah. too, right? Yeah. But then they just take her from the office, which I don't know how they're allowed to do that. Like, isn't she well, in custody? I don't know. <laughs> it's a gray yes. area. But like, wasn't not she like, just in handcuffs like two minutes ago? <laughs> she was in handcuffs, but then she just said that she didn't do it. But clearly they're still very suspicious of her. Yeah, so it's like... Wh- like, they're not just totally willing to accept And her. I feel like they sh- they're... Like, taking her word on it, but, like, didn't they think she was guilty? Two seconds. Like, it just seems like they were like, oh, okay, you can go then. We don't... Like, it was a weird, like, transition. Um, but... So then we move to Alice and Betty. The Cooper house. Um, and Alice is what she's, like, giving Betty the newspaper that she's written, um... And Betty calls her out for, like, sensationalizing the news. Um, well, the but, headline is yeah. Cheryl Blossom guilty as sin. Yeah, which is not true. So that's one thing. Um, and then Alice is, like, well, they kind of get into an argument. And then Alice says, like, Betty should work for the register if she's so interested in, like, finding out all the answers to these unanswered questions. So. hmm that sort of sparks Betty's idea to get involved with journalism, which will become important later well, in this was, episode. She was already was she not already involved with the Blue and Gold. I think she like revived the Blue and Gold for this episode. Oh, I'm, that's okay. how I interpreted it. Okay. Um, well, the next scene is Archie coming clean to Weatherby and Keller about how he heard the gunshot. Yeah. And they're sort of very suspicious of him at this point. <laughs> As they should they be. They say, like, why were you at the river so early in the at morning? Like in he the says morning. he was there writing songs. Which and then unbelievable. they ask Oh, <laughs> I mean it's not at I don't think six that's in the morning on Fourth of July. Like why couldn't he just do it? I mean it's just like does it explain It would have made more there. sense to be like I was going on a run. Yeah, which, like, he does, so it's not even that, like, out of the blue. Yeah, because that's not something that's weird to do in the morning. Anyways, he, Sheriff Keller asks him if he was there alone, and he says no. And then he, there's, like, a flashback to this, to the scene of him and Miss Grundy at Sweetwater River, and then he says that he was there with his dog, Vegas. Yeah, so it's supposed to be, like, suspenseful. Will he, won't he spill the details that he was with Miss Grimey? And it seems like doesn't. maybe he was about to admit it, and then... Yeah, good he... save. <laughs> good save. I, fe- I have a feeling, like, I honestly don't remember this, but I have a feeling this is going to come back and bite him in the butt. What, that he lied about? Like, this? they're going to talk to Fred, and Fred's going to be like, oh, like, Vegas was here with me. Oh. And then... Maybe yeah, that's I don't not remember. True. I don't remember that. But yeah, it seems like Either. it could be. That's not like a very foolproof lie, but yeah, you know, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Too late now. Um. So now the fr- then, then we move to like the friends, all of the friends in the common room or like that. And like I think break it, room. I know the break room. I know we we're like not knowing what to call it. Yeah, we can call it the in break the past. room. But I think it's called the break room. Yeah. And they're all talking. I don't know. Is there anything significant that they talk about other than the fact that Veronica has a date with Chuck? Well, they talk about they're all suspects. And then Kevin suggests that they all binge How to Make a Murder. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, On Netflix. And then 
um, Betty says she's going to be working at the Blue and Gold. So I guess this, this is the first time we're introduced to the Blue and Gold which is the and her newspaper. idea to revive it, even though she never really explicitly said that at this point. And then we find out Veronica has a date with Chuck and, and Betty like warns her that he's kind of a player. Kevin um, says and Kevin he's the says hottest of like, hot and he's the varsity <laughs> football coach's son in Riverdale that's like dating a Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Of course, um, Kevin has the opinions and the best quotes in this situation. Um, <laughs> but I guess Veronica's okay with that. Um, yeah, I think that's it for that. Mm-hmm. So, so then, then we cut to the blue and gold office. Uh, Betty has Juggy, as she likes <laughs> to call him. Come. I think that's a first for that nickname. <laughs> I prefer Jug. I like calling him Jug. Yeah, Juggy. I'm not weird. a big fan of Juggy, but I guess it kind of suggests that they were probably childhood friends when Archie was Or they're was at least friends somewhat friends Jughead. right now. Yeah. I their friendship is unclear because it feels like they know each other, but then and they also seem pretty like close friends, but it's not exactly clear how they're close friends because it doesn't seem like they really. Well, like, it they could be friends like of friends, maybe, but, like... It doesn't seem like they're close friends at this point, but I'm... Like, her calling him Juggy makes me think that that was, like, her nickname for him when they were kids. Maybe. And they sort of grew apart, like, Jughead and Archie, I guess. Yeah. Although, we find but, out that Jughead and Archie were going on the um, the 4th of July trip together, alone. We already so, knew that. But I didn't realize it was just them two. I thought it was like their families or something. So like clearly oh, they no. were good friends recently. Luke, they FP? were gonna go on a whole road trip. Well, yeah, FP obviously he was not gonna FP. go on. But like, no. Yeah, I thought Fred was maybe gonna be there too. So it was like a more of a family oh. thing. No, but I thought it was really it, I just definitely them thought two. it was gonna be them alone together. Which are they even old enough to drive by themselves? Like I don't think so. But yeah, I think they are. Isn't this sophomore year for them? Yeah, but most. Um, most states it's earlier than Pennsylvania, except New York is actually later, I think. Well, where are they? Where are they? They're in New York. Oh, well then. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like New York is one of the states where it's, like, really late. But anyways, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, anyway, we're, where are we? We're talking about, oh, Betty and Jughead in the Blue and Gold office. Um, and so Betty wants Jughead to write for the Blue and Gold, and Jughead thinks it's not the right fit for his voice. Um, mm-hmm. He holds personally... like up a magnifying glass, <laughs> and he's like looking at her through it. It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> but I mean, I think this is a much better outfit or outlet for his writing about like what's going on in the town than like writing a novel. novel. Like it's a lot less yes, creepy, absolutely. and it gives you an excuse to like do the same thing basically. Um, but. Whatever. Um, um, he eventually agrees. And then... And it's th- definitely, like, a little flirtatious. Yeah. Their, definitely. Their conversation. It's the first time we see them together alone. So yeah. I like this scene a lot. Mm-hmm. And Jughead ultimately does agree. And then Betty's first assignment for him is to find out about Dilton Doily, which... They're like, no one's talking about it. But, like, clearly the police have already talked to him. And they so. both say it at the same time. So clearly they're both, like thinking the same be. thing yeah they're yeah. on the same page on wavelength one. yeah yeah um and then we move to archie um and archie's getting home from school i think and he's with fred um and and we find out that um jughead and archie oh yeah we already talked about that um but his dad is mad about him for lying and going because he police. thought that he was on the road trip yeah and i guess he never Which we told. talked about this before like did he tell his dad that he was canceling this road trip? But I guess yeah. he didn't. He said which, he was still going on this road trip. Which makes more sense. So he only told Jughead, which would be why that Jughead was, was the only one that was suspicious of him. Um, so I guess that clears up some things that we were confused about prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Fred grounds Archie for, for a really long time. I, I think it was like six weeks or something. I don't no, know. no. It wasn't six weeks because oh, he was like, was later. he was like, do you want me to make it three? So I think oh. it was two weeks. Okay. He like threatened so, to make it three. Archie's grounded. So sad for him. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. it's, 
It's also yeah, weird to be grounded for something that happened like literally months ago, but I don't know. Yeah. It does whatever. seem like he kind of grounds him out of the blue. Like it doesn't really seem. Well, you like just it... found out about it now. But like it and just doesn't fact... seem like it's fits in Fred's character to just all of a sudden like ground Archie. Like it just kind of felt out of place. But. But I get why Fred was angry in this situation, and also the fact that he heard this like months ago, and he didn't tell Fred about it when they seem to have a pretty close relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I don't blame him for doing it. It just feels like a little forced for his character. Um, But then we get to the date with Veronica and Chuck. Which... So I guess they're in his car. And mm-hmm. the, Chuck wants to take a selfie with her or something. And she take, they take a selfie. And then he has to ask for her approval. Which was, like, weird. Um... But then Chuck is like, you're different than I thought. Um, he expects he expected her to be, like, way more high-maintenance. Um, which, like, why would he go on a date with her if he thought she was going to be really high-maintenance? But Well, we know why he went on the date with her. Well, yeah. But, like, it just doesn't really... It's, like, kind of, like, insulting to say that. And then, like, it just, like, doesn't really add up. But... Um, and then they kiss in his car. Mm-hmm. And so it and... seems like it's going well from that. Well, the dialogue here is... Just, I, I just don't even know. It's not, like, at all it's... realistic, but... And Veronica Lodge, or Veronica says, Veronica Lodge is a... Wait, my, sorry, my handwriting is really bad again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I wrote. Is not, is not some, is not something, but an informed consumer. <laughs> I don't know what it said, but... Moral of the story, it's just, like, weird dialogue. Yeah, and she's talking about herself in third person. I think it's supposed to be, like, flirty and, like, I don't know. It it just just didn't really work. But then they kiss. It was a pretty short scene. And we cut to school the next day. Archie went to Miss Grundy, and she's pretty mad at him for coming forward about the gunshot, even though um, he didn't mention her at all. He and how does everyone know that he came forward? How does yeah, everyone know? Like, it's the, the, I feel like the police would be something keeping that, the that under wraps. Sharing with people, yeah. But you know, everyone just knows everything, I guess. I mean, um, she did. He did tell her that he was going to be coming forward, but... but like, she has no. I don't know how she would know that he actually did. Um. And, but the important thing is, she suspends their lessons. Their music so. lessons, which so I mean. Sad. <laughs> I, I like, feel for Miss Grundy because I feel like it's, like, she's not being put in a good situation. I don't know. But she got herself into the situation. So <laughs> yeah, it's her own fault originally. But I just don't feel bad for either of them, really, because it's, like... We can't feel bad for her. Um, Then we go to the lockers, and Veronica, Betty, and Kevin are talking about the date. And Veronica I like this says, trio. Chuck has muscles for days, but his conversation is not the stuff of Oscar Wilde or even Diablo Cody. Yeah, she's very unimpressed, which did not come across so, in the date. Like, she seemed like she's having a great time. But. Also, like, th- that's like pretty high standards <laughs> yeah. for your conversation at your date with, like, in high school. Also, his conversation, I mean, we only saw, like, a brief one minute of it, but it didn't seem like that. He seemed to be, like, keeping up with her. Yeah, He definitely. threw in some references. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, like, the big dramatic scene where Kevin um, find, sees a picture on some sort of social media. I'm guessing Instagram, but it's weirdly... It looks weird. Um, of this, like, weird maple, like, watermark kind of edited onto the selfie that they took in his car. Um, and I guess it's called a sticky maple. Mm-hmm. So, Veronica's obviously really mad. I was kind of confused at first, like, what this was. It was, like, unclear. Um, but then Veronica gets really mad, and she's like, he's slut-shaming me. Um, mm-hmm. and then she, well, oh, I find out it's some sort of, like, Riverdale euphemism. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it's, like, such a weird that- thing. 
Veronica first didn't know what it was, but... Yeah. Um, and then I feel like we get a pretty iconic Veronica quote, which I feel like... I was, like, looking up quotes when we originally started the podcast for, like, I don't know, for some part of our, like, description or something. Oh, and this yes. was a I quote that kept down. coming like up. <laughs> um, and she was like, I don't follow the rules... Or, I don't follow the rules, and when... Wait, what is it? I, I don't follow them. the rules, and when necessary, I break them. No, she says, I don't oh, follow the rules, yeah. I make them. And when necessary, I yeah. break them. Which, yeah. I... It's, like, the most, like, entitled thing to say. I know. I thought, like, but the I kinda Veronica was gone. Quote. But she's still there, clearly. <laughs> um, and then she was, like, to Betty, she's, like, you better be willing to go full dark, no stars. Which is that, well, like, a Betty, I don't know. Betty it's... wanted to, like, go to Principal Weatherby. She wanted to write an expose. Yeah. Which is and... a much, like, more, calcu- or much more um, sensible way to go about this, but... Well, I mean, Veronica the tells her going to Principal Weatherby, he's not going to do anything. He's the captain of the football team. His dad is the football coach. He's the golden boy. Yeah. Which is a, like, fair point. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think but, they could... Uh, yeah, I guess. But um, the, the importance of this moment is Veronica is the one who wants to get revenge. Betty is the one who wants to follow the rules and go yeah. about it the right way but which... veronica wants to go full dark no stars <laughs> yeah which, <laughs> which we see a little bit of a switch later on yeah but we'll talk about that later so then they walk into the boys locker room which yeah which that was <laughs> maybe an extreme course of action <laughs> for this situation and veronica <laughs> runs right into archie Who's literally, like, Who's changing. wearing nothing but a towel. Yeah. And Archie's like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> and I was like, and, what are you doing in here? <laughs> and then she just, like, pushes him, like, get out of my way. Um, yeah. So, like, And what? they can both confront Chuck. They both, I mean, they both make some good points. Yeah. I mean, and, she, she tells him to take down the post. Um... And then, like, Betty chimes in a little bit. But Chuck says she's in bulldog territory. Oh, yeah. He said this may have worked <laughs> on the betas in New York, but you're in bulldog ter- territory. And then some, like, and random boy barks. The guys start, like, woofing. <laughs> Which is really weird and not, like, Which intimidating so at all. It's just, like, you look so stupid right now. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. So that happens. And then I guess she doesn't get in trouble for going into the boys' locker room, but... That seems questionable. Well, um, whatever. Yeah. She doesn't follow she... <laughs> the rules. <laughs> she breaks them, and then she makes them. So She makes them first, and then she breaks them. Oh, yeah. So she's good to go on that yeah. one. But then we see Jughead interrogating Dilton Doily, who is the Boy Scout who was at the river at the same time that Cheryl was having her whole situation with Jason on July 4th. Um, and Jughead is like, did you see anything weird? And he's like, or I guess Jughead's like, oh no, no, this is what happened. Jughead is like, did you hear anything weird? And then Dilton's like, no. And then he's like, well, did you see anything weird? And then he's like very like smug for coming up with that like line. (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, so Dilton is, I feel bad for Dilton. But we see... Jughead notices one of the scouts looking, like, very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yes. Um, and then... Oh, then we're back to science class. And Cheryl gets Archie's attention. And she thanks him. For, she like, says, corroborating thanks to you. I'm not the girl who cried gunshot. <laughs> And then Archie's like, oh, like, I don't need it. He's like, oh, like, of course. Like, like I don't need just, anything from you. He's a hero. But he she wants to grant him one wish. And Nothing's nothing off the, off table the table except her body. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, and also, like, that relationship would never work. But that's so <laughs> weird. Um, and honestly, if she said that to me, I would be, like, scared. Like, <laughs> and it's so weirded out. But he actually does have something he needs her help with. 
Um, he wants to so. help. He wants Josie to help him with her his music. Um, and apparently Cheryl and Josie are like best friends, which I didn't really. Yeah, Josie says realize. like, "Oh, anything for my girl Cheryl." Yeah, which okay, I guess so. <laughs> um, and then, so I guess they have to sit down with Archie and the Pussycats, invite him to the Taste of Riverdale, like concert. Well, which that's. Is, that's far in the future, I think. But that's, like, what they say to him, I think. Well, all that happens is Josie goes to talk to Archie, and she says, you can come and watch the practice. Watch. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Not For, do anything. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm grounded. And she's just like, well, it's not my problem. Like, figure yeah. it out. So he's like, I'll figure it out. And um, yeah. then we go to the lodge house. Veronica's and Veronica all the comments. is... Like, you know, Instagram, she's reading, or whatever social media that I is. wrote down some comments that I saw. Eh. One oh, of them really? was, we can send this girl back to NYC, but we have to buy um, another ticket for her eyebrows. <laughs> then someone replied to that one and was like, make that two tickets or something. Um, and then uh, the class president commented who apparently is melissa baxter so i've never heard of her i thought she was like as class president i don't condone or support any of these comments however dot 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 wow just wow so interesting um but but yeah veronica is clearly very upset she's sort of fighting back tears and then why is everyone hating on her so much it doesn't make sense yeah i don't know um, Hermione walks in and she asks her how her date was. I don't know. Does Veronica... Veronica says, like, terrible, whatever. Yeah. And then but she gets a call from Betty. And yeah. then we see Veronica walking into the blue and gold office and Betty is there with a whole group of girls, um, including Ethel. <laughs> Yeah, and Ethel, Ethel. Oh my God, <laughs> she t- well Ethel. Oh my God, she becomes like a whole thing later on in the. But um, she's likable enough in this episode. Yeah, so she tells um, her story about also being like. I don't know what like slut shamed by Chuck, um, and then she was just tutoring Chuck, and then he was telling people that they had sex or. Like spreading all these rumors. And then Cheryl walks um, in, which was But there's like, a whole group of girls who've had the same thing happen to them. With, like, other boys on the team, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cheryl walks in and is, like... I don't... She's, like, literally just, like, trying to get everyone to go to cheerleading practice. But she's, like, oh... And she's, like... Like, what ha- or... what's happening to me is worse than what's yeah. happening to all you guys. Because I'm being accused of my brother's murder. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe let's not, like, play the suffering Olympics. Um, mm. But we find out that there's, like, a playbook that all of the boys keep score in. Of, like, what girls they've, like, gone on dates with and stuff. Allegedly with. Yeah. hooked up with. And... Um, Cheryl's like, oh, just boys will be boys. Like, why do we care about this? Because she's trying to defend Jason, who was also on the on the um, football team. On the football team. But she says, oh, well, that's not real because Jason never mentioned it. Yeah. So she's clearly willing to blindly defend Jason at this point. Yeah. And then Veronica completely, like, goes after Cheryl, which that was like, and, I, I like that part. Okay. Yeah. She, like, really... I don't have the quote, but she goes after her. So, now we have Jughead walking into Pops and the scout (laughs) who looked uncomfortable during the earlier confrontation is sitting there with his dad, and then his dad walks away, and Jughead comes and sits down. He grabs (laughs) the cherry from his milkshake. And then starts drinking Um, his milkshake. What? <laughs> like that is so creepy. Imagine That's if someone so just like weird. sat in your booth and started drinking your milkshake. Um so honestly, like not a good way to interrogate someone. But But he didn't really have to pry very hard. 
yeah. this guy was very willing to share the information that he had. He said that Doily was the one who shot the gun, that he's a hardcore survivalist, and he was trying to teach them to protect themselves, I guess. Yeah, so, hmm, suspicious Dilton shot the gun. Although, yeah, so I guess. But I feel like Dilton just did not seem guilty when Jughead talked to him. Like, at all. Well, yeah. He like, seemed, like, very, like, innocent and just, like, caught up in the whole and thing. And he has, he has, like, people vouching for him that he did shoot the gun, but he didn't shoot it at Jason. Yeah, so it's And they like, know that Jason wasn't shot then, so... Yeah, so it's like, I don't even know why, like, Dilton... I guess, well, he doesn't want to be, like, found... Like, he would get in trouble for teaching people how to shoot guns, I guess, but, like... Would he? Well... I think that's why he's worried we, about coming forward. I don't know if he has, forward. like, a license or... Yeah. Like, but his like, gun is, like... I guess he, I don't know what the laws are. He's not he, really like, a suspect, I don't think, in this murder case, though. Unless he, like, was involved later on. But, like, in this one situation, he's, I think, pretty much confirmed innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so... all we get there. And then we see that Archie is sneaking out of his house to go see the pussycats. And he meets with them, and he tells them that he wants to write songs for them. And um, Josie gets very angry about this. Yeah. She... Well, she says that they're called the Pussycats because they had to claw their way into the same room as him. And that he can't, um, like, as black woman, he can't, and well, since he's a white guy, he can't Understand, capture like, the their same. experience yeah. in songs. Which and at first she articulated like, it very well. Yeah. And, and I mean, he responded he's like... it. He responded to it well, too. Like, he was very well, mature first about he, it. He was like, At first okay, he doesn't. Right. And then he, like, quickly go, gets on board. Because she's like, uh, my mom as mayor has been, like, has received so much hate mail just because she's black. And Archie was like, oh, well, I understand because I campaigned for her. But, like, obviously he doesn't. And he, like, mm-hmm. then, like, realizes he made a mistake. So I think good for Archie for but I think, correcting himself. Yeah, I think they both handled the situation pretty well. Yeah. Um, but I guess they work it out because they end up writing later anyway, so. (laughs) Clearly it wasn't actually that big of an issue to either of them, but. Yeah. But it kind of put Archie in his place. Yeah. I think it helped him kind of realize where he is in um, respect to the Pussycats. He's just Mm -hmm. some random guy with really bland music. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go back to the blue and gold office. Betty yeah. is working, and then Ethel brings in... Does she just stay after school and work? I don't like, know. But they stay like, really late. At the school. <laughs> I guess we stayed really late out to work we've on the newspaper. we stayed really late to work on the newspaper. But, like, it's not, like, um, an every week occurrence. It's, like, once in a while. Yeah. Like, once, like, three times a year. Um, um, but, but she brings in, like, a Ethel former bring- football player. Who yes. has information, insider information about the goings-on of the football mm-hmm. uh, So he had football team. quit the football team after he saw this playbook, the one that Ethel was talking about, where they kept score of their conquests. Yeah. Um, and that he thinks he may know where it is. So then we cut to Betty, Veronica, Kevin, and Ethel. In all the dark of night. Black. <laughs> In, in the dark at school with flashlights they are carrying flashlights which wow. like do their phones not have flashlights <laughs> and i would hate to say this is the last time that all the kids are in their in the school with flashlights but i don't think it is and um, then and guess who they see who's <laughs> also in the school with a flashlight just shows up out of the blue <laughs> Cheryl. I guess she just likes to walk around like looking for things at night. Um, and, and Kevin loves Kevin her blue boots. Where did you get those? Sky or was it? Thigh I wrote high. sky high, but was it thigh high? I think it was thigh high. <laughs> that makes more sense. But those Cheryl wants to help them boots. with the investigation. They're amazing. Cheryl... Well, she doesn't want to help them with their investigation. Well, I mean, I think that's she what wants she to says. Their investigation. I think she wants okay. to like disrupt it, but she tells <laughs> but them she wants to. But then they find the playbook, 
Yeah, which was not very and hard to they find. Looked through it's it. like in an unlocked locker. <laughs> yeah. So then they find that by Jason's name is Polly. And yeah. Cheryl first sort of denies this. She gets very defensive. But she soon realize like Betty sort of goes on a little rant about yeah sort of them objectifying all of these girls and ruining their lives and showing no remorse. And Mm -hmm. obviously she's talking about Polly. It's very personal to her. And then Cheryl ends up concluding that maybe she didn't know Jason as well as she thought she did. And then Veronica takes a picture of the whole book, or of, like, one of the pages, which I don't understand why they couldn't just keep the book. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to show this picture to the principal, but... They could just literally give him the whole book. I think they do take the book. Yeah. And then Betty all of a sudden kind of like switches. She gets really pissed. And I think Veronica was like, oh, this will be great for the expose. Yeah. And then Betty's like, we need to do more than just write it. Expose. Yeah. We have to get revenge. Like They sort of switch, revol- um, switch roles mm-hmm. in their opinions. She's ready to go and- um, full dark, no stars or whatever that was. Yeah, and then we see her, it's, like, the first shot of her, like, she's in the dark, she's wearing all black, her face is very, like, serious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's our first introduction to Dark Buddy. Yeah, but then we see Archie and the Pussycats, and they are having, or I guess the Pussycats are having, um, like, a songwriting Practice. session. Um, yeah, and they're, they're talking about the lyrics. I think they're working and, on one of his songs, it seems like. But I don't think I they don't are. Know. It was weird. They're working on their own song but then he, that Valerie yeah. was writing, and Archie suggests that instead of, what was it? Instead of some lyric, they do Oh, it was, it was instead of paintings in the wind, it's paintings on her skin. <laughs> <laughs> and Valerie's like, I kind of dig that. <laughs> Which and I'm then, like, wow, so revolutionary. But... <laughs> Josie's just like, whatever, like, let's do this. Yeah, and then they, like, and... do a little practice of that And it's like, at first, Josie looks kind of annoyed, but you can tell she kind of likes the song. Yeah. As which... it turned out, and she, I don't know, the way she was looking at art, she was, like, kind of flirty. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, so I then they sing, like, that snippet of the song, and I really like all of the voices there. It and was, Archie it was really, really likes it, They were too. doing really good. Yeah. yeah. And then Archie's just like, um, you guys just need to, like, invert the second and third verses or something. Well, Archie, Archie's, like, smiling the whole time. He was like, yeah. that was so good. Which it was and good. So like... It was. No, I wrote down in my notes, they were so good. And then right then Archie was like, they were so, or you were so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, then he just says they have to invert something. And Which, like, how does he know what that means? But I don't even know what that means. And well, because like, of his lessons with Miss Crunchy. But, like, I should have looked up what inverting the second and third verses is. I feel like it's, like, <laughs> But. Yeah, whatever. So, I guess now Archie uh, can get, like, writing credit on this song because he, like, Oh, wrote, but like, then Josie, it seems, like, kind of impressed. And she's like, what else you got? Yeah. So now they're officially collaborating. It's not just, like, yeah. he's spectating. Um, and so then we, now we cut yeah. to Betty's house. She's putting on red lipstick. And I then like her mom scene. walks in and she says, like, the color doesn't really suit her. She looks better in, like, pink. Some shade of pink. Well, because Betty says it was Polly's lipstick. And then Alice says, like, the color doesn't really suit you. Polly grew up too fast. You don't want to end up like her. Which, like, how and does, she like, a shade of lipstick make you grow up? But <laughs> And she says she's going over to Veronica's house to study, which Alice, of course, has an issue with. And then Betty <laughs> sets down the lipstick. They zoom in. <laughs> says cover girl. Oh. So, I didn't even Some nice that. product placement there. <laughs> didn't work on um, me because I didn't even see that. <laughs> <laughs> um... um but then Alice comes, she wipes off her lipstick and says, here, Very take this one. It's pink perfection. It yeah. suits you better. Which is so. like, it's like, who even cares about what shade of lipstick she's wearing? But Well, Alice is nuts. 
yeah, I forgot she's so crazy. How completely she's so crazy, crazy she is in this season. Like she's literally like smearing her lipstick all over her face and like like what even is going on? Um Yeah. But then yeah. Chuck is sitting at Pops and Betty walks in and sits down with him. With the red lipstick on. With the red lipstick on. So clearly she lied to her mom. Yeah. And she wants to she tells him that she wants to be a bad girl. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and she's like, he's a he's little like, surprised like, by that. Like Polly. Yeah. Like Jason told us all about her. And Betty is clearly like really upset, upset by that. that. But she has, she can't break her cover. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. So she sort of flirts with him. But it's so, ob- I mean, obviously yeah. it's so obvious to us that this is all an act. But, but Chuck doesn't seem Chuck to get that. But he, because she's like, bad girls have more fun. And she wants Chuck to show her how to be a bad girl. <laughs> it's just like so then, funny when they like call it bad girl. <laughs> then she invites him to Ethel's house. Yeah. Ethel but, and her parents aren't going to be there. And Ethel has that a hot tub. A and red that's really flag. what got That Chuck. is a red flag for Chuck. Like, how would you not like see that this is like weird? Yeah. But Chuck is stupid, Anyways. I guess. He falls for it. So maybe his conversations are really dull if he can't realize that, like, something weird is going to happen if they're going to Ethel's house. Yeah. But, um, but then we go back to Archie's house, and Fred catches Archie sneaking back in, and he's pretty pissed at him. Which makes sense. Uh, Archie says grounded. he wants to go to the Taste of Riverdale jubilee i guess yeah really bad timing to ask this work on <laughs> literally uh, he asked... fred says no yeah. but then archie says if it was a football game would you let me go yeah that like, like that i honestly that's a fair point i thought yeah i think archie makes a fair point but i think he was dumb to literally ask to go to the taste of riverdale thing right as he's getting caught for like yeah. coming back sneaking out yeah so he's like Not in trouble timing. and then asking to break his curfew. Well, then he says like, "Oh, you can extend it to six months or a year if you let me go." I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't think like you mistake. mean that. I don't think you really mean. I that. I don't think you care about the two super real event that much, but. And you can always he's just so sneak noble. into it. Yeah, I mean, he's already snuck um, out before, and his dad's gonna be there, so he can like literally keep an eye on his dad and make sure his dad doesn't realize he's not home. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy for him to sneak out compared to, like, when his dad is, like, literally sleeping at their house. Exactly. So. Yes. And then we go to Ethel's house. Which, Ethel's house? What? What? Like, it's humongous? I, I it just didn't seem like a real house. It was a, it was kind of crazy. Um, I, don't really I just have trouble believing that. that's where Ethel lives. Yeah. Um... But Anyways. Chuck shows up at like the door to the pool area, and Bethel or <laughs> Veronica <laughs> opens the door. Which okay, another red flag. Why is Veronica opening the door to Betty and Chuck's date? But again, Chuck is okay with it, I guess. Um, well, yeah, because then... Veronica says like we want to learn to share. Yeah, which like and. So Chuck is getting very excited, and Veronica goes to the sit in the hot tub, and then Betty walks in. She's wearing a black wig. And, like, black lingerie. Yeah, and she's like, Betty couldn't oh, make Betty it, couldn't so she come, sent me instead. So, yeah. So Dark Betty has officially arisen, and... yeah. We only get that little part of it, and then we switch to the Taste of Riverdale event. Which, like, mm-hmm. what even is? Like, who cares Taste, about of, Taste Riverdale of Riverdale Jubilee. <laughs> and um, so Mayor McCoy is announcing it. Yeah. And then Fred walks up to Hermione, who's, like, serving food. Yeah. And they talk briefly, and then Miss Grundy comes up to get some food, and Fred... It's like, you're the music teacher at yeah, this is really the school. Like, I'm Fred Andrews, Archie's dad, which is just so awkward. Yeah, of course, Fred just so thinks awkward. he's talking to his son's music teacher. And he's, like, but... interested in music. So he wants to, like, 
assess how good he but is. But Miss Grundy's face, she's like Which understandably, really... like that makes sense that she would yeah. be a little bit shocked by that. She's or a like very taken like a little bit surprised by that. And he asks her to talk, which of course she probably yeah. freaks out. <laughs> I know. That. But internally. she's like, okay. Um and then Fred asks Miss Grundy if she thinks Archie has real talent because she wants to know if he can make a living. Well, that's from not music. totally there, I don't think. Oh, I might have skipped yeah. around because there's that's... a there's a kind of important scene where um, Mayor McCoy and Sheriff Keller approach the Blossoms and Mayor McCoy like asks them how they're doing, and Penelope is like, "Of course, we're not doing okay." Or Penelope Blossom is the mom um, of Cheryl and Jason and. She expresses their anger that they've done nothing mm-hmm. to find their son's killer. And then Alice, of course, <laughs> thinks this is a great time to walk up and ask in, like, the most smug way possible for she a quote like, no from Penelope Blossom. And then Penelope, like, punches her in the face. Which was, like, well-deserved. On Like, Alice, I mean, I yeah. guess not that well-deserved. But, like... Alice needs to cool down a little bit and, and then be Penelope, a little bit like, more mindful. And then starts crying, um, saying something about her son's autopsy, which Weird. report, which um, um, Alice leaked in the paper, yeah, yeah. right? That's my understanding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But then Josie and the Pussycats come on and they're playing this song, Paintings which... on My Skin. <laughs> <laughs> Which it sounds like exactly like that song X's and O's. Oh, does it? Yeah, or at least like the verse does. I don't know. Um, so not um, that original, I guess. But Archie snuck out to see them perform, <laughs> <laughs> and he runs into Jughead there. They're like both hiding, <laughs> but Jughead's like, like did, allowed to be plan? there, but he's still hiding. What, was there like a plan for them to like? Maybe Jughead was, like, keeping watch for Archie. Honestly, well, maybe. It didn't seem... I feel like Jughead was just, like, up there because he, like, is weird. And then Archie just happened to see him there or something. Well, he he might have been looking for Delton Doily. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I think so. But, like, just so weird that Jughead's, like, Mm -hmm. hiding from everyone. But, um, they have, like, a little conversation... Mm-hmm. And we go back to Fred and Miss Grundy's conversation, which is so awkward. Oh my god! <laughs> and well, she he asks her if well every time he's like, oh, I want to ask you something, and every time he says that, her face just like yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She just looks so uncomfortable. Which and makes sense. <laughs> he first asks like if Archie has any talent. He says he wants to support him. But he doesn't know if he should if Archie is not going anywhere with his music career. And Miss Grundy says that Archie has a lot of catching up to do because he got into this late. But he has a lot of talent. It would be a shame if he didn't try to pursue a career in music. And then he's like, can I ask you one more thing? And she again (laughs) just like freaks out. And he says... Like, why did you take such an interest in my son? And she's like, <laughs> There's no a good way to kid. answer that. <laughs> There's no good way to answer that. But so, she does. Um, Fred seems pretty satisfied by that conversation, though. I think it was a fair question for him to ask. Like, he wants to get, like, a serious read on Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think it's that helpful to hear. No, yeah, Archie's I don't think he's a special he, kid. But, I don't think he really gets know. very much good information. He's clearly satisfied, but I also think that. Based on Archie's talent, like, Miss Grundy's completely inflating how successful he could be. Um, well, of course, but... Maybe the show... Maybe he's supposed to be better than he actually is, but the show just does a bad job of doing <laughs> that. Um, but, yeah, so Fred is... Kind of has a new faith in Archie's music at this point. And then we see Alice approach Hermione... She makes some, like, snide comments about how she's now, like, working as a waitress. And then about and... how um, Veronica's getting slut-shamed at school, which Alice says that's what they call it when sluts get shamed. 
Like, Alice, Alice cannot oh not pick a fight at literally any social event. Like, she's literally already been punched, and she's, like, going and picking fights with more of her yeah. old high school friends. If Hermione had punched Alice at that point, I would not have blamed her, but... I don't blame anyone who wants to punch Alice. Um, but we go back to the hot tub. Betty is putting muscle relaxer in his drink. Which Veronica's a little bit concerned about. She thinks that's going a little bit too far. Which, which I agree. I agree with Veronica on this one. Yeah, which I feel like I don't usually agree with Veronica on these, like, <laughs> or at least uh, this far. Um, and then they, they like, handcuff him to the hot tub. Well, that's... Oh, no, they, he, like, what happens? He, like... Well, this scene, that scene was very short. Now we go to Jug oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. confronting Doily, and he gives him the option of saying a statement either to Sheriff Keller or to the Blue and Gold. Yeah. And he's like, the latter is probably the better option. Yeah. But then we go back to the hot tub where Chuck, Chuck is like, handcuffed wakes up. in the hot tub. He, like, wakes up from some sort of drug-induced, like, sleep or something, right? It seems like he was, like, unconscious for a second. I don't know if he was un- He was definitely probably a little bit out of it. I don't or know if he was totally unconscious. Yeah. And um, then... But they handcuff like... him to the hot tub. And that's when he starts to get a little concerned. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> and he's, like, they, starts like, saying, like, guys, it's, like, actually really hot in here. And they, like, keep and turning up the temperature. Veronica gets out her phone to video. And then Betty starts, like, turning up the temperature really, really hot. Yeah. And she says she will boil him until he tells the truth. So he tells the truth that he and Veronica just made out and then he took her home. And she gets it on video and she se- she turns off the video. She seems satisfied. But Betty is not done yet. And so Betty... Well, first of all, this video like makes it seem like they're crazy. Like, I don't know why yeah. they want this video. This Which, video makes them seem way worse than point. him. Yeah. Like, this video does not, like, make them look good in any way. But, yeah. that They're aside... Like torturing him to yeah. get him to admit the truth. Like, um, honestly, it makes it seem like what they did was way worse than what he did. <laughs> and, like, um, how many people really care, like, whether or not they, like, did anything more than making out? Like, I feel like people Yeah, I think the expose, the story they find would be this a lot, book... Yeah. That's, like, really disgusting. And then they can also write about how Ethel had talked to Principal whether it be before and he like dismissed what she said that's a better way to go about this like because if they release this video the story becomes they tortured him for information not that he did Mm -hmm. all these horrible things but that aside she like steps on his head and like pushes him underwater and at this point veronica is just like betty like what are you doing Mm -hmm. and ethel peeks in at this point and she just like looks like very (laughs) satisfied yeah. Um. With this, but then Veronica is pretty concerned, and then Betty gets out some maple syrup and she starts like pouring <laughs> it on it him on and tells him to apologize apologize for what he did to Polly, and then he's she's like, "Do it, Jason, do it." Yeah. So then we realize maybe this is about a little bit more than just than Veronica. Just Chuck and Veronica and Ethel. Yeah. It's so about clearly, Jason and, and clearly Betty has some like issues she needs to work through. Yeah. Um, um, and then Veronica I guess she tells her to stop. Yeah, she eventually stops and they let... And Chuck um, is just like, oh my go. god, you're so crazy. Which, like, <laughs> in that situation, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then that's kind of over. Um, and then we see Archie going to school. Um, or he's about to go to school, but then his dad... We see his dad, like, soundproofing the garage for him. Um, and he's like... If you're going to be grounded, might as well be productive and, like, start working on your music in the garage. Um, and then also Fred makes some, like, weird comment about, like, how they, um, about Miss Grundy. And she's like, or he's like, they didn't used to look like that in my day. Oh, God. Yeah, that was, like, so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, okay, but... I guess they have the same type. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like she's not, like, that attractive, so it's, like... So. I mean, she's, she's pretty. Yeah, but, like, not, like, I don't know. Um, um, so, then I guess Archie's to getting to 
practice his music now, so good for him. Mm-hmm. Well, while he's grounded. He wants him to be productive while he's grounded. Yeah. But then they print mm. the expose, Betty prints the expose at school. Yeah. And I guess she had stayed up all night working on it because she couldn't sleep. Yeah. And Veronica expresses that she's sort of grateful for Betty standing up for her like people have never stood up for before but she wants to talk about mm-hmm. buddy which i think we need crazy to talk. i think behavior. they do need to talk that through because yes that was a little concerning um, but betty seems like pretty like either she's playing dumb or she really doesn't remember yeah what I happened know. i feel like she went into like a trance a or something point, which i do think she went into some sort of trance and didn't realize that she was calling him Jason and being totally crazy. Do, like, trances like that actually happen in real life? Or is that, like, I don't know, but they like, happen that, in like, the show. possible for that to happen? Not sure. Um, so, yeah, if you're, obviously... you're, like, being possessed. Yeah. I'm just thinking know. of Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, what sure. happens with the diary? Yeah. Tom Merle's diary. But, like... Without magic, could you actually become possessed? <laughs> or, like, in a trance like that? Not sure. Um, um, but clearly she's dealing with some issues, and I think she needs a therapist. Uh-huh. But then we find out that Chuck is being cut from the team, as well as yeah. some of his friends who are involved. Oh, wait, as Jughead oh, says, have... Weatherby needed a sacrificial lamb. But I have a question. Archie was Archie involved in this at all? And also, couldn't they go to oh, Archie yeah. for information because Archie's on the football team? Oh my god, yeah, he's literally the captain, I think, or he's at least no, the, he's not the he, captain. He's the quarterback. He's the no, quarterback. he's not the captain, but he's the quarterback of the varsity football team. Like he was so in the locker room when that he happened. Knows something, and I don't think Archie was participating in this. Yeah. But he clearly knows something, so he should have been the first person that they went to for information. Yeah, that's really. True. And also, Archie's the kind of guy who would, like, confront Chuck for this and then get into a fight with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Okay. Big plot hole there. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, so we find out that Chuck is off the team as well as, like, a bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, and Hashtag then, justice for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we find out that Betty and Veronica, B and V, has officially been forged. Yes. And they burn the book. Cheryl was, and Betty together burn the book. Which is their That's only kind of evidence. It's a nice moment. Yeah, but also it's like their only evidence. And Cheryl but, I mean, I guess is they've like, gotten what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Cheryl is sorry if Jason hurt Polly. Which yeah, is she's nice still coming to terms to with that. Like she's saying someone hurt Jason, but I guess that Jason may have hurt some people too. So yeah. it's that's a good realization for her. Her brother God, she's wasn't growing. Yeah. Um, and then we get um, Miss Grundy and Archie again, part like ten. I don't even know how many they've been together. Like <laughs> they have these scenes like every two minutes. Um, yeah. Really. <laughs> and yeah, he thanks like, her for talking to his yeah. dad, and she said she meant it. Everything she mm. said. She's and lying. Then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks like really close to her and asks to start her lessons again. And then we yeah. cut to Doily in the blue and gold office, and he offers a better story in exchange for them not publishing the story about his gunshot, or not, or yeah. him firing the gun. Um, and then. He says, he says that, that he saw Miss Grundy's, Ms. Car, Grundy's car by on the, the 4th river. of July. Which, how would he know what Miss Grundy's car looks like? That's true. Well, she, <laughs> like, has, like, she had, like, a pretty distinctive car. But, like, Maybe he sees multiple it in the people could have lot. the same car. <laughs> yeah. But. Anyway. Um, well, maybe he saw her driving in it that True. day. Um... Sure. Which that puts Jughead in a very uncomfortable position because he already well, knows yeah, that Jughead Grundy's car was there. He's saying like he wants to protect Archie, but this sort of opened up Pandora's box. He can no but longer protect Archie. It's not like it's Archie. new information. Like they, 
Like, he already knows what she was doing there, so that was, like, not a very good trade of information. And it seems like Dilton Doily really has no nothing helpful for this. <laughs> because it but seems then like it cuts to Archie and Miss Grundy making out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. They're back not on great. again. Not great. They are making bad decisions again. Yes. They are clearly not learning their lesson. Yes. And if they're trying yes. to, like, cover their tracks by, like, having more relationship stuff happen is not helpful. But I think they Yeah, I don't think they're trying to cover motives. their tracks at this point. Yeah. Um, um, but and that's, that's the whole the episode. episode. So I don't know. What did you think after going through it? Um, pretty crazy. It was yeah, a pretty I crazy feel like- episode. I feel like the plot hole, I can't get over the fact that they didn't talk to Archie about all of this when he's literally on the football team. That, yeah. like, seems like a major oversight. Not a lot of sense, but... I mean, I feel like it made the story better that he wasn't involved in that. Because he would have had um, weight. He would have had... Line. Well, I mean... Because there would have been a fight involved. No question. Well, but he was there. He saw when... Betty and Veronica confronted Chuck. And he didn't say anything. Yeah. Which is unlike Archie. Like, he would have, like, walked in there and, like, got up in his face or something. I feel like they probably didn't want to include Archie in this plotline because he would have, like, dominated it. Like, he would have been, like, trying to get in fights if he was, like, he heavily involved in the plotline. Plot lines have yeah. But if you want to follow us on social media... We have Instagram and Twitter. They're both Pops Pop Culture. And if you want to send us an email, you can send it to popsandpopculture at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a review, um, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Um, Give us five stars and you can even write why you like our podcast, why you'd recommend it to someone. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. New episode on Sunday? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I guess that's it for now. Uh, Bonnie Lee. Bonnie Lee.